Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash presale to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games, exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6. No refunds. Are you kidding me? That's what? Yeah, every so often it happens that Ryan is right. 100% right. Not even a little <laughs> bit right. Tucker Pullman, two points last game. No kidding. My man. Hey, neither does me running shirtless, but that turned out very well. It so. did. Welcome to the PP1 Podcast. I feel like we're here every week. It's weird, eh? It's every like this week. weird deja vu thing happening. It is every week, and yet here we are again, doing doing what we love and doing are, uh, doing some PP one podcasting. We are doing the PP one podcast, and you know what? It's even got itself a name. Welcome to the PP one podcast. I'm Ryan. My good friend Ted, to my screen right, is also here. He's at home today, which is, I think, probably better logistically for him. So that's. Uh, it's a little less driving that way. It checks yeah. out. It checks out. I'm in my basement, so that was all of 60 steps from my upstairs. So that's great. We're on the Dean Blundell Network. And if you're listening to this uh, after we record, maybe you're you're on your way to work. Maybe you're uh, crushing out a spin class. Um, heck, you know, maybe you're taking the dog for a run and you just saw another dog poop on, like, the sidewalk. And you're like, why aren't you cleaning that up? And then he walks away and you're like... Why aren't you cleaning that up? And you're like, oh, Ryan just told a hilarious joke. And you forget all about it. So that's great. Have you had to do that? Have you had to call somebody up about like leaving their giant dog turd on the road? My own, my own yard. My own yard. Like while you were in it? While I'm like in the driveway. Like it just usually. So, and to be fair, to be fair, everybody on our street, like everyone on my street has like a rental suite in their basement. So the only people that are doing this that we've basically found out are the renters because all the owners within the vicinity of, I don't know, 10 houses, circular, diameter, earshot, whatever you want to say. We all are you just saying that only renters leave dog poop? No, the ones on our street. Because I've rented for a long time. I don't leave dog poop. But you're not on my street. So the ones on our street. But if I did, I would leave dog poop on your yard. I feel like you've got it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You're a pretty respectable guy. No, I just, it's all the, because like almost everyone. Sounds like a renter bash to me. That's right. It is a harsh renter bash. It's like, wow, that sounds like you're a real a-hole landlord. We had that in our old complex. Like we were one of two renters in like, I don't know, it's like 20 units or something like that. And for, it took us like six years because we were just like, we were the renters. Like people wanted nothing to do with it. We were just the trash, right? Right, right. Yeah. No, just on our street. So yeah, I, I don't know. Just have a little bit of respect. We all get it. It's fun to have a dog, but you know, pick up after them. It's no big deal. Um, yeah, leaving dog shit in somebody else's yard. That's just leaving dog crap out, anyways. When you're walking, just pick up after your dog, or like pissing so, on someone's lawn. Like not you personally. I mean, if you do that, hey, good good luck with that. You know, your animal, your animal. Maybe you got like a a, a goat or something. I've seen it. <laughs> I actually have seen it. It's kind of funny. Not. Not my goat. Not your goat. Stop. Don't kick my goat. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, we're on uh, you know we're a PP One podcast. We're on the Blundell Network, Dean Blundell Network. We uh, we quite enjoy it here. We're we're at home. This is this is where we flourish, if you will. You can mm. uh, you can follow us on Facebook Live. You can follow us on YouTube. I've got the chat open. Come on in, have a chat. Have a chat. We're here for you. Yeah, can we say that the chat is sponsored by our sponsors, Move Health and Wellness? You know what? Yeah, because I don't know if we're gonna get to dudes and guys. So it, it, I mean, it could happen. Could could it, it could it could? But you know what? You're right, Ted. The chat tonight is sponsored by Move Health and Wellness. I'm going next week. I can't wait, and I'm going next week, and I also can't wait because I had to change my appointment from this morning because I thought I had a day off to next week when I do have a day off and. It didn't work out so well for me because uh, we started playing baseball on the weekend. Our our, yeah. our hops practice, great times, two and a half hours of clearly needed practice. How are you feeling? Um, so then we played baseball on Monday, and <laughs> I wasn't feeling great from Saturday, and I'm continuing to not feel great um, also today, which is uh, Wednesday. It's, so it's a good time to have move health and wellness i need to be i say this every week i legitimately need to be put back together it kind of hurts to breathe a little bit um i'm not gonna lie i tried (laughs) what did you do did you just train your back or something so remember there was that play i was pitching and i ran to like the third baseline and i did like the cross body throw like matrix style um don't do that if you haven't stretched folks Especially if you're in the upper 30s, and I know that sounds lame, but you can hyper stretch things if you don't stretch things. Unless you're Ryan and you throw in the upper 30s. Here's the thing. I made the out, regardless of it being practice. It was... was, I got it was something. You made made the out. You did. I I mean, it doesn't count for anything, but I made the out, so... You made the out. So, yeah, I'm I'm hurting a little bit. I also, uh, in our acro game... um, I started feeling a little bit of a, a tight stretch there on my upper hammy, and that was a massive heat pack for the last two days. Mm. So I, I'm a mess. So is this, what I'm is, a, to this is a Canucks podcast. We're gonna get to talking we about will. Canucks. But, uh, they're on a they're on a heater, still collecting points, still yes. not mathematically eliminated yet. No, so we're gonna no. get into that. Um, we will. But I did want to point out that I heard a funny story at baseball. What? I heard a funny story at baseball. Oh, I'm listening now. About about your baseball attire. Uh, go on. So, so for anybody that doesn't know, Ryan wears this bright safety yellow. Like I don't. What do you call this? Like an athletic? Looks like a running, like a runner's jacket yeah. or something. But it's like really tight. It's like this thermal thing. Yeah. And. Um, it's. I bought it for ball season. I mean, it is. It is bright yellow, and usually has yellow socks. Up to bat has a a bright yellow, same colored bat. That worked out well this week. I didn't. I didn't plan for that to happen. And and it's it's. We're using new balls because it's the start of the year. So your your whole outfit mm-hmm. is essentially the same color as the ball, and not essentially. Some would say it was the same color as the ball. Yeah. It's the same color as the ball. So I had heard that an umpire actually asked you to get rid of that shirt because they couldn't read balls and strikes because they were losing it in your shirt. <laughs> it's like a green screen. Ridiculous. It's like a green screen. True. That's, that is a true story. Now, there's a little bit of an addition to that. So I'm not allowed to wear that for playoffs. 
because of that exact reason that it actually <laughs> and I just like you think about it and you're these like, are like carded umps like official blues that are telling you this is ridiculous. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's just so you know, if this was a playoff game, I you'd have to take that off. And I said, that's that's fair, and I respect this as uh, as a Barry is his name, I think. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was Barry. Yeah. The guy's like, I've grown up watching this guy umpire like my dad, so you know, I much respected Barry. So, um, yeah, that's a true story. It's it's. You know what? I look good. I'm not going to apologize to anybody. Yeah, and it is really yellow. It's all. We'll get a picture for next week. We'll make sure people see how bright this is. And yes, I bought it for all the reasons that. I mean, anybody that knows me, I'm a I'm a bright colors kind of guy. So, it is what it is. Um, you're right. We we will talk about Canucks, and we should probably get into a few things. I did talk about my sports story. Can I can I do one more? little quick story and i promise let's hit some connect stuff and then hit it okay fine this is i think we gotta break it up anyways fine that's fair that's fair okay so anybody that's been following the canucks uh likely anybody watching or listening to this show because it's canucks based um you know you're aware that the canucks are in a bit of a playoff race right now some would say uh i said that they were officially not going to make it was it two weeks ago i basically had said Uh, yeah towels out I, I have to make a call on this, and they're out. I, I I I still believe this as far as a comment goes, but the way they're playing and the way that the standings are going, even as of tonight, I don't know how this is possible, but the Vancouver Canucks are still very much in a playoff spot. Um, Vegas is currently losing to Washington in the second period, 2-1. to one. Dallas lost to Edmonton tonight, 5-2. to two. Uh, mm-hmm. In case you're aware, those are teams that are ahead of the Canucks or tied. And the Canucks did pull out a point last night against Ottawa. So they technically are unbeaten in regulation in seven games, but even though they lost. What is with this? Like, are they. Is this Canucks team legitimately. Like, is this now the team? And I know it's very late to be asking this again. Mm-hmm. Is this now the team that we should expect to see? Um, even to start next season, but then obviously an improvement of that. Like, is this now what we should have expected had there not been an absolute blip in the middle of the year? Uh, or did it need I mean, that the, change? Did it need like that spark to, to it show? It needed a change for sure. The blip wasn't in the middle of the year. The blip was, well, you know what I mean? We don't yeah, have to be technical. Was, was the start of the year, right? I mean, hey, December is not I, the start. I, fair. Fair. I, I feel like it's a, a pretty accurate representation of what this team is. But they're probably more of that f- like few games above 500 version of themselves, not this version that you know was in the Boudreaux first coming on heater and then yeah. this heater that they're on currently. Because that's just not sustainable. No. PDO but they've is been a hell of a drug. You know, they've been a decent team since Boudreaux took over. And I think a decent team is what you know, you can. You're a fringe playoff team if you're a decent team. The the problem is that they've they've had to go on streaks where they were far better than decent, but that start of the year streak was just so bad that overcoming that means that you have to do like win out the rest of the year with five or six games remaining, and you still might not make it. You still need some help, right? And we're getting help right now. It sounds like that from isn't that ridiculous? From Dallas though? and Vegas, like you're saying, I, like we're saying they have to win out. And I mean, the way they've been playing, it doesn't feel yeah. like the Canucks that we know. Like, well, they got to win out. I mean, and they are the Canucks that we know, though. Like, for example, yeah, you have you have one Mulligan, mm-hmm. and you you have Minnesota coming up next game. 
mm-hmm. big heavy team, like a legit good team, like it could be and they a cup play, contender. Team. And they play them hard. And they play them hard, but you have one mulligan and a pretty easy schedule, but you blow your mulligan against Ottawa. Yeah. We've talked about this so many times, right? Yeah, like yeah. win one versus, you know, lose one versus Ottawa, win one versus Minnesota. It's a net zero. You're supposed to be putting those games versus Ottawa away because you might not win the ones versus Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And we might, we might see them win. And I hope they do win. Like, obviously but in terms of your your second part of the question is is this what we can expect heading into next year i think we absolutely should expect at least this the bare minimum that this is going to be a quality team heading into next year because they think they've shown that they can they can outscore a lot of their short their shortcomings which is on the defensive side of the puck and that they have the goaltending that will keep them in the games for when they're not scoring so I don't want to see any more of this. Do you remember when they it was bubble hockey, right? Mm-hmm. That bubble hockey team finishes the season out and then head office makes a bunch of change. And then everybody, everybody in their dog is okay with the fact that we're supposed to be expecting a downtick. Like why on earth would we be expecting a downtick with a young team? That's like a young roster. That's the, the important part of this roster. Mm-hmm. And we, why on earth would we be heading into the next season thinking that and a down tick is acceptable? So, at the very minimum, this should be, this should be a playoff caliber team or at least competing for a playoff spot right from the jump next season. I think they've so. had some experience. They've been playing like it for the majority of the season. They need to be there right at the start, or else it's just not going to make any sense. And we'll be going through the same song and dance next year, which we can't have. So you remember when Bruce was talking about when he first got here, how they were going to play, like, was it every seven games or something like that? Or every seven days? Or I can't remember what he had. It it almost looks like they have been playing that. Like that, to that mentality, like, you know, best of seven, best of seven, best of seven. Like they 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 were in a they were just playing best of seven series since Bruce took over is that what you're saying? Yeah, I believe that was the comment that he had made. And I mean, if you look at it overall, yeah, they've probably lost a couple series, yeah. but at the same time, I mean, they've been in they've been in a lot of games. They've been in some games that they shouldn't have been. They've also blown some games that they should have won. I guess that's typical Canucks hockey. Yep. But they've also got, you know, con- contributions from guys like Pod Colson, who's just having a phenomenal finish to his year. Yeah. Um, Chase on. Alex Chase on has just been everything that they wanted. He's he's like that one signing that we would have liked to have been Jason Dickinson or yeah. have to been like, you know, all the guys at the beginning of the year were with Luke oh, Shen, all these guys that Yeah. You, you shouldn't be relying on, but are producing, yeah. Yeah, so he was kind of the, the afterthought, and he ends up being one of the, the best producers on the team. Not necessarily statistically, but producing at, at a bunch of different levels. So, I don't know. I kind of look at this team, and I think that, I mean, are they a playoff team? Well, they are in the general sense that they've been playing playoff hockey since December, when they basically were absolutely buried. Their PK was dead last. The power play is pretty damn close as well. Um, now they're, I think, did I see yesterday on like the Sportsnet stats that the Canucks are like the best team at five on five this year? Yeah, it's pretty outstanding. Like, That's what? a goaltending factor primarily, but yeah, it's yeah. a pretty, pretty outstanding stat. Um, I've got, so I put in the rundown here, uh, Jared on, uh, Jared Chan posted this last night. Um, did you see this? The, the scenarios, I guess, cause we're in scenario mode. Should I share this? Yeah. Scenario is great. We should talk about, it. I want to talk more about 
puck holes in. Okay. Too. So hopefully let's we can just, get back to that. Too. Yeah. I, let me just share this quickly here. I'm going to share my screen. Do, do, do. You can see the screen. So let's go. Whoa. Can we see this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Canucks, they're not going to go 5 0 0. So LA Kings can go max 2 1 and 1. Dallas obviously has already lost one. So that's helping things out. Um, Vegas is, uh, again, these, so it just basically goes each scenario if the Canucks go 5 0 0, 4 0 1. So now you're starting to see all these scenarios, right? So some of these are doable. I mean, you can. Have, I mean, they're all doable. It's a weird ass league for so sure. So here's um, if Canucks go two, two and one, LA can go zero and four, Dallas can go zero and six, Vegas can go max of two and three. If any of these are worse, I'm gonna stop sharing here. If any of these are worse, then the Canucks are obviously out. I think they're better than what that looks like. I think a lot of those scenarios are all possible. The way they've been playing, I mean, losing Bo really sucks. But again, and I'll let you get back into Pod Coles, and he he's one of those guys where I I put uh, I think I tweeted out last night we got him for tenth and the tenth pick, hey, eh? like he's just yeah. he I I mean he's clearly not hit a ceiling yet, and but it seems like he's leaving the floor pretty quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So go on, sing his praises. Uh, I just I mean, remember when you asked me the start of the year, you're like, what's a what's a reasonable point projection for Vasily Podkolzin? And I said, his, his game and how heavy he plays and how he forechecks and just about it reminds me a lot of, of Horvat and, and how his rookie season played out. And I think it's reasonable to expect 25 some odd points from him. And now Jeez, where we are 25 points couple, on the, couple on the games button down the road, there's still five games left and he's at Bo Horvat status, right? I mean, he got there a little bit of a different way, not a fourth liner. Uh, yeah, not not a. I mean, was though that, but that's yeah. the, that's the same idea, right? So fourteen goals, eleven assists. Bo, I think if if I look back at it, he, he had a few more assists than goals in this format. But Bo had to outperform. Um, yeah, and twelve. Bo had to outperform his position to to yeah. do anything. Like he had to get out of the doghouse. Just to do he had something. he had defensive responsibilities, right? Yeah. So it was like, boom, you're a fourth line center, and then slowly some things happen, and now now we realize that you're you're actually not uh, a guy that needs a safety blanket like Sutter. You're actually better than Sutter. And he sort of bumped his way up the lineup. And then it's been almost an identical progression with Buck Olsen. Yeah. Where he sort of started out on the low man and you see, you see pods play, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 minutes a game, whatever. And that's slowly increased. And if injuries have happened, it hasn't been the guys that they've called up from the minors. They did at first, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they can still keep him sheltered. But then as confidence grows, as he becomes a better player, he's getting higher minutes. He's getting bigger minutes. He's getting minutes with better players. And I think that we've really just seen his game explode in these last, like, I would say three weeks. We've been seeing good hockey out of Puck Holzen now. And it almost like was all like a culmination of last night's game. It, like I could not take my eyes off of Puck Holzen. It was, he was so heavy on the puck. Like he was, a devastating four checker, right? Like this guy is just a nasty ass piece of business without the puck. And he's starting to do stuff with the puck too, right? So, I mean, that's a scary forward, right? I mean, these are a lot of, a lot of scouts talked about how good he, he was during this draft year and how, you know, the Russian factor probably pressed him down to the Canucks. But I think Vancouver is just so lucky to have him and the way that he's playing right now. And I'll go out on a limb and I'll say that, 
Pogkolzin is a is a more important and higher producing player by the end of his rookie contract than Bo Horvat. I I think that's fair. I would I would want to disagree with you, but I mean, based, and that's no sludge on Bo. No, no, no. I'm, but I, I think based on need, him. based on need and what they have, like they're giving him and a different. He he's in a different position too. I think Bo was relied on more to basically take the reins and and basically be asked to do more. Where I think is now that they're seeing Pod Coles and he is being given an opportunity that Bo probably didn't have. If you were to give them that same that same time model and mm-hmm. different coach as well, this coach sees that there is is value and that it can pay off right away. And we're seeing it on the ice. We're seeing him. You know, you're seeing him take not a double minor, but like he's he's getting in the rough areas. He's he's involved. He's not just a bystander, right? He's not a passenger. Like he's a driving play, and he really is, yeah. and he's in on he's in on plays. He's he's in on the power play. Like things are absolutely just ripping. And I mean, what's not to like? He's been so much fun to watch. Um, I mean, I almost wish that uh, Connor Garland was, uh, you know. Russian and uh, the 10th overall draft. Like, I mean, Connor Gollard has been a lot of fun in the last little bit. We do have a guest who would love to talk some Canucks hockey with us. Um, Sean, a.k.a. Glassy. He's on the Bonzi show. Uh, you may have you may have seen that. We got to get Bonzi on here, too. That guy's just an absolute. He's an absolute <laughs> piece. I love him. Um, but let's bring him in. Sean hey Glassy, how you doing, hey. buddy? Thanks for having me. Thank you very much, Shulman. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Best in Kelowna. Right well, we're we're nom we're we're just at the we're nomination. Nom. We're in the series. running, yeah. So we That's need we need uh, we need Donald Trump's guys to uh, pull some strings for us so we can get the sticker <laughs> on our door. So. We, can, we can make that happen. We can make that happen. Yeah, uh, thanks guy. for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, been a long yeah. time coming, and it's nice to actually finally. Um, what do they call that? Uh, and I'd love the moniker. A long time listener, first time caller. There so you, you go. go. Yeah. yeah. That, exactly. So now, for all the people that don't know, and I want to clarify, now you're out. Uh, are you out in the WAC? Is that correct? I'm in Chilliwack. There yeah, that's go. why I'm actually sporting Chilliwack Chiefs jersey. They that's lost great. last night. Yeah. West Kelowna, did West Kelowna win? I think so. Yeah. Last night, so they got the sweep too, right? I believe so. Yeah. West Kelowna's been on a bit of a little bit actually, of a roll. Right out front my window, literally a stone's throw away, is the West Kelowna Arena where the Warriors play. Nice. So that's that's how close that was. Decent Some good big, hockey though, great hockey. Big junior BC Junior Hockey League fan, and shout out to all of them. I know a couple of guys who are watching tonight, Tomasino and all of them, and um, yeah, love the jersey. Awesome four, yeah, I know. Right? You know what? I'm yeah, that's a sharp jersey. Going back, like back in the old Kelowna Spartans, uh, Chilak, Chilak Chiefs days. Oh baby, there is there Did was. You watch like uh, like Bruin stuff too back when they were playing there. The new West Bruins. Uh, no, no like I don't have any like Bruins, here. right? Was it like WHL? Yeah. Oh God, no. Uh, we. It's kind of like a sore topic around here because oh, okay. they literally we built Prospera Center and they said, "Oh, it was a big idea with um, Ted. Uh, what was his name? Um, uh, shoot, the ownership group before they moved it to Victoria. Brian Burke was uh, part of that. Okay. Thing. Yeah. And uh, they left. Town. They literally came into Prospera Center here in Chilliwack. Yeah. One day and just pulled everything out. They're moving to Victoria the next day. So crazy. That seems fair. Yeah. Sorry. That's fair. I actually yeah. didn't know that. So what you're saying you know what? is you're a little bitter. You know what? This, you know what? The part that sucks though 
is because I've been a big fan of the Chilliwack uh, Chiefs for a very long time. They've been in the existence since uh, the 80s or 89 when they uh, were the new Westminster Bruins and they moved out to Chilliwack with ho- uh, head coach Harvey Smeal. They came out here and um, uh, it became the barn on Corbold, which was like your old uh, rink in Kelowna. What was Memorial. It yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Memorial, Memorial Arena. Yeah. 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 So it would see what? <laughs> 2100 fans oh uh, soaking wet best, maybe <laughs> yeah it was the best saturday night that you could have ever imagined there was even more fights in the stands in chilliwack than there were on the ice and that was back in the zubra we had sean Horkalf come through chilliwack we've had uh, mike menard like a, a ton of slew jeff tambellini yeah um, great back check everything every yeah everything's come through wearing a chief's jersey Right, so the Chilliwack Bruins come in. We're going to get a Western Hockey League team. Blah blah blah. Yeah, okay. We had Mike Santorelli. We had uh, Oscar Moeller. Oh, he was so good too. He was so good. Yeah, <clears throat> the, they pulled out right out of Chilliwack after we built this ma- massive arena that was perfectly fit for our Junior A team. But now we got to fill it for a Junior A team in a twenty-one hundred seat arena where. Yeah. Is the Chilliwack Coliseum was eleven hundred, and yeah. you're all bleeding noses because you're all just exactly, dead, right? yeah, yeah. You know? But not, not the best way um, to do things, that's for sure. It wasn't the best thing, and they pulled that team out of here so fast. Who dropped in? The Chiefs moved to Langley for a couple of years. That's where that's the right. Riverman became. Yep, and yep. then they came back to Chilliwack, and the Riverman stayed there. And you know, Chiefs. Chiefs hockey all the way. Man. It's the loyalists. I think junior hockey works that way, right? If uh, basically right. if you're loyal and you know you get screwed over, like it seems to get paid back at some point. So, well, I, I love the BCHL because they're still playing for something, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to play hockey, go get the scholarship, go mm-hmm. do the fundamentals, go do everything. If you jump into the Western Hockey League, you're only going to become two things: a a pro where you make it, or b you're just playing beer league hockey. Golf pro. Yeah. Right, which ain't so, too bad. It ain't too bad. But you know what? Big we, fan. We brought we brought you here to talk a little bit of Canucks puck. Uh, we were just kind of chatting about Pod Coles and um, yep. now you're you're out there. You're a little bit uh, more involved. You've got uh, Sportsnet 650 that you could probably pull from Chilliwack. I'm sure you get uh, Sakaris and Price down there a little bit more. I, I got to make a more of a dedicated effort myself. Donnie and Dolly, all my Donnie all and Dolly. So so now you're looking. You see a game like last night. You see where the Canucks, they had it, and they gave it away. Yeah, they got a point, but it was a, a point, uh, kind of a point too late. What right. what are what are you seeing down there? Like, what's what's your vibe of, of what's happening in, in the lower mainland? Because, I mean, this is, I mean, guess, typical Canucks, but it's kind of got a new wrinkle to it. Well, I think you're not wrong in the fact that who are, who are you going to put in the uh, <laughs> shootout? Hughes, Pod Colson. What's what's Drees doing out there? What like? Well, he was yeah. he was acing it up though in uh, in the AHL, was he not? Uh, yeah, but I know like first first shift in OT. Yeah, doesn't necessarily translate, you know. Um, the it was a shock. It was a shock. It was. It was it no was Gretzky though. I think we need to realize that it wasn't exactly you're, like Gretzky was. You're not play. putting Hughes in the shout shootout. Like, come on, man! Like what? Yeah, I mean, like I, we saw and Pod Colson. There it is. Yeah, Pod Colson, even the, the same thing too. Right? Like, 
why wouldn't you put one of them out and give them a chance, give them an opportunity? You have a guy that's probably a year and a bit in Abbotsford. Well, yeah. you'd be coming before that, but not really ready to prove his prime. Where is you have a person in Paul Colson who's, who's almost there, you know, yeah. he showed you in the game that he's got the chops to play. I mean, you had him out there to close 100%. in the, in the last the minute of the game, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. The corners, he's ready to dig deep. He's ready to pinch low, but also ready to get himself back too. Right. Mm -hmm. That's like, you have to have that whole game to be able to understand it. And he gets that. Mm -hmm. Where, I mean, the, 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 if you watch the AHL to the NHL, it's huge. But if you watch a bigger thing, I guess, is the AHL to the WHL, it is like, crap, yeah. this is like hamster speed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a noticeable difference. So, yeah, I mean, the, the shootout, I don't want to get too far into that because I think people blow that way out of whack and the point is they shouldn't have even been that far i mean overtime was pretty crazy the last 10 minutes of the third was pretty crazy heck the last 10 minutes of the second was pretty crazy it was a wild game it was a really good game it was a fun game fire wagon hockey i think the kids say it was in the larshide section that they had which was after tom larshide which was beautiful yeah was because great. it just it <clears throat> a nice welcome back to the arena after COVID, you know, and all the BS that we've had to endure sure. for the last two years, right? Yeah. But um, going back with um, Paul Colson, absolutely. He is a stud that's going to be a stud for a couple years. Just just wait, is all I'm saying. And with Boudreaux, if they can extend him, and they have to by now. Like If they get into the playoffs, he's got to be in the running for a presence. Like, yeah, I or think for uh, Jack Adams, for Jack sorry. Adams, yeah, and we've had this conversation. I'm sure you've kind of heard us speak about this. Mm -hmm. So, based on the the book of work that that he's put in, and I think regardless, if does it matter if they make the playoffs or not? Are they they're going to have a pretty strong look at him after after the season ends anyway? But I mean, do they do they stick? Like, is there a good enough feeling there? Is there enough results after? three quarters of a season where they can say, yeah, you know what? Let's see what we can do with, with Bruce. Maybe, maybe it's only like a, uh, a two year deal and just right. see if they can ride out something in the short term. Um, because I mean, there's going to be a lot of contracts that are going to be in that two year term as well. Like the longer you go, I guess the further you're committed to this, this whole group. And then he becomes part of a core if you start doing like three and four years. But I mean, a two year deal, I don't think is terrible. Are you talking on Boudreaux or are you For talking Boudreaux? Yeah. 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 Um, how long are we still paying uh, Travis Green for? Another year? Yeah. Maybe two? Yeah. <laughs> At least one more year, yeah. yeah. One I mean, more that's, year. That's the old MO, right? Resign the guy and then fire him. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, I think I think you give Boudreaux a three-year contract, and I think that's fair enough because we do have a lot of up-and-comers. That's the beauty of having Abbotsford so close. Yeah. Is you can ship people back and forth. Spencer Martin was called up yesterday at yep. lunch hour. He's going to be on the. He'll be on because the road trip too. Maybe yeah, we're not exactly sure why he was called up because because that all happened before the hand injury. But I mean, it was uh, hindsight. Maybe it was the Lowongo bathroom break. We don't yeah, know yeah. about that. You know, like anything's possible. But They're literally trying to win nice, to Yeah, it's nice where they don't have to fly across the continent and. I think a lot of the players are benefiting as, uh, as such. Right. You keep a Boudreaux in the system, he keeps players happy, he keeps the system running, and he knows what to make of the system because he's been a Stanley Cup winning coach. Yep. 
Right? Yeah. I, I thought Beagle, when he came here, I thought he was the best fucking thing since sliced bread. Excuse my language. I don't know if I'm supposed to swear in here. Sorry. You're all good. Well, when you say, <laughs> when you use Jay Beagle on that, then we might give you a. Yeah. I, I like yeah. the reference, though, when mm-hmm. they brought him in because mm-hmm. he's a leader. He knows what it takes to win. And yeah. that's what the Canucks need. The Canucks need identity. The Canucks need structure. That's something Boudreaux can provide. And the third thing that they need is goaltending because that's something that we've had but we haven't had because it's been so mismanaged in the last three years. But you have to re- re-sign Boudreaux to at least two, three, bad two, three years okay. is where I'm at. And so Sean's uh, team Boudreaux. Fair enough. Okay. I am team Boudreaux. Like, Ted's not what really are you gonna sure bring in, What are you going to bring in, Maurice, where he already quit on his team? Come on. Well, he, I you mean... I'm not a Boudreaux guy? No, I said you weren't sure. Oh, you, you I'm said sure about what? You just said that that you it didn't really matter either way that you could see that he was going to be he's a good coach, but at the same time they didn't have to commit either. No, not right now. Yeah. Like when they, when they're saying all this song and dance about like, oh, I mean, it's another year. Like we 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 have the ability to pick up the option next year. Blah blah blah. Like they don't have to say anything right now because they're in the middle of the season. I mean. I don't think that I didn't think that Vancouver had to come out and say anything. And I don't think that Boudreaux did either. Right. So I think you just let things play out the way they're playing out. It's, it's, it's another thing you don't have to think about as a distraction. It's not a conversation that you need to have with anybody. There's no pressure, no, no pressers of people asking questions. It doesn't become a thing because it's not a thing until it's a thing. And I think that's what, what Boudreaux and the Canucks are trying to pull into next year. Do I think that he's going to get resigned? Absolutely. 100%. But I don't think there's any pressure to have to do it right now, or even say that you're going to do it right now, because it doesn't mean it's the wrong right conversation now. to be having too. Right now, well, yeah, then, totally. Right now, it's play team the games, win the games, and let's either, huh, which is such a okay, let's use the Canuck term of thinking, such a Canuck way of doing things is we're going to wait till the last game possible, and then we're <laughs> going to go drown down in the draft order. I think Tankathon right now, we're number 15. I'm not doing that we this were... year. I'm not no. committing to that. It's not worth it. We never well, win. You know, it's such the Canuck way of doing things. Yeah. It's like, are we going to win to get into the playoffs? Oh, yeah, we can make the playoffs. The hype gets going. But when stats come down to it, we don't get in. And I, like, I think the nice thing this year is that We've bought in. Like, Tell me I'm wrong, Teddy. Like, no, you're, no, you're right. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. And even the tankathon part of it too, right? Like people mm. saying like, oh, like we shouldn't even be bothering. There's very few of these people left now, but we shouldn't even be bothering for the last like, you know, month of the regular season and just be, it's so separated right now because the cream really has risen to the top. The people who are fighting to get in are really close. The people who are on are way out. Way below. What's it going to make? It's going to make a difference of like three spots. If you're picking guys between, you know, 12 and 16 it's not gonna be that big of a difference and it's very likely that you can get the guy that you want anyways right so right uh, i just it's not so clear cut for me in that in that wheelhouse to have to even worry about a slot that that different speak of the east what is it what what do the lightning have 100 points and they're the last seed in like yeah and they're playing like shit lately too right yep i mean well i mean i guess the east versus the west is a whole different comparison yeah you know I yeah, mean, uh, there's a lot of things. Thank God, at least Edmonton took off Dallas tonight. And Vegas is losing. Are they still losing? They, they are, and Washington has a power play to start the third. So, 
I mean, right. it's it is it's one of those where I mean, we named this episode it's a numerical Welcome. number where they could get in, but they don't control their own destiny. Yeah, it's scenario it's mode hand. now. Yeah, like, just got to do their part. We're in scenario yep. mode, right? Where we're looking like this and this and this, like on that uh, always sunny in Philadelphia, where what's his name's got like all the he's got the big board with all the post it yep. notes and all the pins tied to strings and everything. Like we're hoping for that perfect it's like some alignment. Mind business. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but you know what? At this point, because there were that close there's only so many games left there are realistic games that they could and should win there are also some realistic games where they definitely could lose but based on where those other teams are at i mean we've seen it you know when teams have basically clinched a spot they you know you're starting to see the you know score adjusted gameplay kind of thing and like garbage time we were chatting about a few weeks ago and you, you start to see teams play like that i know that not everybody's into that, and you're, you know, now you're maybe getting some guys' personal stats up there. We chatted about Austin Matthews kind of getting to seventy. That's definitely not going to happen now. But that would be something that if the Leafs had clinched, you know, and they were in a spot, then you'd want to say, okay, well, let's make sure we're going to give Matthews every opportunity to score right. seventy goals. Well, tell me, you guys aren't as big on the Maple Leafs? As... Oh, we're not. Just well, uh, I'm also aware not, there's a guy no. going for an insane amount of goals this season, so I don't mind keeping Dude, tabs on it. I think I'll wash my mouth out. I know, right? Like, man, they're the best team in the NHL. They're the center of the universe, best team in the NHL. They've got a reversible jersey, which Florida is the best. Florida team is the best team in the NHL. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. how about Huberto? And he might win the Art Ross, which is in, Jonathan yeah. Huberto may yep. and most likely will. I, I'm going to say it. I think he just might win the Art Ross, and how great would that be for Florida? That'd be fanat- fantastic. You know what's you know what sucks going to the East is uh, I think the Rangers have. 106 points, but so does Carolina. But Carolina's second, yeah. and the Rangers the fourth, and in the middle is uh, Toronto with 108. Yeah, just it's the all way. depending on the different divisions, yeah. right? Like, so now four yeah. five, and you've got uh, Tampa, New York would be a first round matchup. Yeah, yeah. that's I don't know. That's I, I just mean, want Tampa to see Boston and though, Toronto. Yeah. Let's just see Boston and Toronto again, and let's just watch the absolute mayhem that ensues. So for for reference, Huberto has 111 points. 111, wow. So cool. 30 goals, 81 assists. But I still feel like the driving force over there is, is obviously Alexander Barkov. But yeah, I mean, that's a heck of a team that they have assembled out there for sure. It's a lot of fun. Finally, right? It's like how many, how many years have you longed for since 96, I think, was their last Stanley Cup win? Well, I haven't longed for it, but we'll say they have. <laughs> Did you see the arena fucking? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I you're good. You're good. Drop the bombs. Okay. You're, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, uh, Arizona. Yeah. Where they're moving in the coyote, the coyotes into like a I, Arizona State. I bought an entire section of season tickets because I could afford. I it. know for twenty eight bucks. <laughs> Actually, they gave me a deal because I bought two sections. I get them for twenty six bucks. Yeah, you, do get, you get uh, you get a section of tickets and a free hot dog. Exactly. Do you, you don't even get a free hot dog. I think you get a box of those. What are they called? The frozen things you buy at Costco with the weenies and the buns. Oh yeah. Um, Actually, in uh, every third game, I get to play on the fourth line, so it's pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> go. Yeah. It's quite no, a deal. Uh, quite a deal. It's gonna gonna be awesome. I mean, talking Ux, talk Abbotsford. I mean, Abbotsford's got a phenomenal team going to the AHL, um, the Calder Cup. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been to a few? Uh, baby baby connects games yeah how how, how, do you, how do you like the hockey way better than i did when the heat were in town slightly Weird. different fan base 
<laughs> it is because there's not 14 people only in the building. Yeah, I just <laughs> I still wonder think that through. Let's go throw our Canuck farm team right in the middle of Calgary. That'll yeah. go over well. No, they threw Al, uh, yeah. Calgary in the middle of. Al. No, yeah, I was I was sort of like, if you're gonna do something like. Yeah, we were all the way in Syracuse, I think, or was it Utica? Well, they were. They went well. Chicago, they went as well, and then oh, yes, they went. Yeah, they went Manitoba. So Chicago, Manitoba, right? Then Utica. What a mess! Oh well. What a mess! And what a mess! They figured that we're going to bring in an AHL team as the Heat here, which is Calgary or Stockton before it became Stockton. Yeah, Abbotsford. This made no sense. The only time that the building was sold out in Abbotsford was the time when they're the, playing um, Utica, yeah, or Manitoba. In, sorry, yeah, Manitoba were in town. No and kidding. That was the best, and it's nice to see the rink yeah. that full again here in the Fraser Valley. It sucks that a lot of you, you got the Rivermen down the road at the Langley uh, LEC. You got the Chilliwack Chiefs at you know the Coliseum here yeah. in Chilliwack. Giants are down there too. Yeah. Giants are in there playing. Yeah. You have a lot of people competing for, or a lot of teams competing for a small market, but they can all sustain each other, which is great. Mm-hmm. And the Abbotsford Canucks are flourishing as well. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the big thing. If they were sucking out of the gate, if it was maybe a team that that didn't yeah. have what it had, then it it's a sell because you've got the baby Canucks. But at the same time, would... you do need a bit of a, you need something to sell on the ice too. You do need a bit of a winner. And I think they've right. got enough of that. People would go to uh, go to Abbotsford anyway, just to see the baby Canucks. Yeah, if they can do that for twenty eight bucks a ticket. Exactly. No, I'm in all day long. That's why I love BC Junior A Hockey League, or BC Junior A Hockey League, is because it is a ten dollar ticket. So, Sean, we're gonna get you in. We're gonna get you into dudes and guys, and then we'll uh, oh, we'll let you rock and roll. So I'm gonna real quick though, yes. real quick before you run this through, and I know you had a button. To, I wanted to, get to push. see. Did you get to see Jack Rathbone play at all? Yes. Yeah, how do you look? Can you tell us a little bit about what his game was like? Uh, tall, sometimes unsure of his, himself, but ready to make moves when he felt he was needed to do that. He would jump in, make the play, but he would also have that defensive awareness to, okay, back up when you know he needed to be committed to his back end. But Rathbone... I don't know. I have mixed feelings on him. I don't know a lot about him. I've only just seen him in the few times that I've seen him. So there you go. All right. Yeah. You know what? Honest, honest uh, truth. That's all we want. We yeah. don't. We don't want well, any like fluff it. here. We don't want any fluff. Yeah. Be honest. And, no, of course not. And I don't know when he was in Utica. Well, he wasn't even in Utica. Um, when he came to Abbotsford, well, he was in Utica, wasn't he? Yeah, he got one season in there, I think. Yeah, one Utica, one Utica season. Um, confident, but not confident. And I see that in this NHL game when he's playing the games because he knows that he can make that positional play, but he is sometimes nervous of himself, right. I guess, if you will. Just get the reps, I guess. Yeah, go in, go do it, get out. But he is on the bigger stage now, and that takes a lot of time and a lot of adjustment for certain players to get into. Sure. I don't know. I I I like Highmore. I don't I don't know how long that's gonna last. Maybe a year and a half, two years. That's my prediction. Just, there you go. Yeah, not really confident in the Matthew Highmore. There you go. 
There you Honest go. real talk from Glassy. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Glassy. We. How about Spencer Martin though? Well, Anybody? that's no? found money right there. That's well, we're that the is. fact that you, yeah, exactly. You don't have to pay a dime for him. That's that's. I've got him. Uh, we've got a little bit of chat with him, but we'll wait on that. We're gonna get into dudes and guys here. Brought to you by Move Health and Wellness. I'll give a quick little shout out. Uh, as we've said, they're in Kelowna. They're also in the Lower Mainland. But uh, we're talking about our. They've so they do have their Surrey Central location. They've got South Surrey, and then obviously us in Kelowna here. They're in the Jack Nathan Medical Center inside the Walmart. Phenomenal parking. I'm Guy big, loves the parking. I, you know what? If you're going to be excited about something, fan. if you walk in knowing you're going to get that spot, you're going to make it. Maybe you run late and you get there right on time. They have registered massage therapy. They've got chiropractic available as well. And then also, like you said, they've got counseling. So maybe it's not your physical health you need um, help with. Maybe it's a little bit of extra uh, mental health. And there's nothing wrong with that. They have online booking, which is super easy. It's a nice big screen with a calendar. It highlights when you click on it. It's for simple folks like myself. So by all means, get in there. It gives you all your different options of what type of uh, what type of service you'd like to book and uh, by you know time of whatever is needed. Um, a little bit of everything. If, you, if you've been to uh, a health clinic that offers these services, you better know what you're doing. I mean, you don't just go in blind. you got to kind of figure this out. But uh, they are taking patients all the time, so check them out. As I said, in Kelowna, in Surrey and South Surrey. So without further ado, let's get to do some guys eventually we'll get back to a normal song with that but um glassy you're the guest so you i'm sure you know the drill um if you don't so uh dudes and guys guys is basically we're gonna go over like we're talking about the canucks obviously and guys are you know it's somebody that's you know they haven't really done much they're just kind of like a guy they're kind of meh maybe they've you know maybe they've angered you over the past week and there's a reason you go on a rag on them uh, for whatever reason, dudes, obviously they're dude, like they're, they're getting something dude. done. They're, they're, they're shining. Some, something's happening that you're thrilled with. Um, right. but we start off with guys cause you start off with the bad and end with the good. So without further ado, Glassy, who is your guy of the week? Who's, who's kind of disappointed you? Who's, who's on your hit list? I don't know. Who's still disappointing me is great. Even hockey. Well, hockey, I guess. Um, who's disappointing me? Halak, because I wanted to send a tweet yesterday night because every god darn post-game show would have railed on Halak had he lost the game, mm-hmm. but he didn't even finish the game, so I had to delete the, period. the tweet. I had to delete the tweet. I was so <laughs> excited that it would just be a calamity that he was pulled, but then I was like... <sighs> That's a tough one. That's a tough one. It is. Sorry. I love the reasoning, too. That's good. Yeah. It's oh, tough. It's, to, it's tough to delete he, those drafts, right? And you guys follow yeah. me too, big right? No, no, like, big I, no, I, no. So, I so wanted to tweet, like, man, uh, thank you for saving us of three hours of, <laughs> you know, oh my god, Halak lost the season for us, blah blah. blah instead of his Adam Gadet. so there we go. Yeah, that one, that stings that was, a little bit. That was a tough one. Anyways, that stings a little bit. Ted, who do you got Moving for on. your guy? Oh man, I mean, that was I... a good pick. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I almost feel bad doing it because he's, he's definitely an elder statesman on this, this roster right now. But I'm gonna go with old man Brad Richardson. Oh boy! Uh, oh, wow. I know that, I know that he came in, and, and the idea between Brad Richardson is obviously you're talking about a defensive, a defensive center who wins draws. 
But I mean, I haven't even seen him taking that many big draws. I know he played a little bit towards the end of the game when there was some penalty trouble. He was all in Pakolz was in the box, but he hasn't done a whole lot. And and I think that you're at the point where he's only playing like nine, you know, eight nine minutes a night. Um, and I just think that part of this isn't his fault, but maybe, especially when you have a guy like Bo that's out of the lineup, maybe you could be utilizing a guy like Richardson a little bit more to take some more important draws, then get off like a la like old school Manny Malhotra. I'm not sure, um, but I haven't that's even seen right. enough of, of of Richardson to even know what he's like on the draws anymore. I just feel like he's such a, he gets the puck at one point and you're like, oh, that's right. I forgot that he was playing. And I think when you're in that 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 mode, that maybe that you're just a guy. It's not like you're hurting anybody out there, but you're not really doing a whole lot either. So I'll take Brad Richardson from my guy this week. Interesting well, stuff. Interesting okay, stuff. Okay, valid point. Yeah, no, he's, you're right. He's not, um, like how Adam Gadet, I felt last night, four minutes of wait time. Wow, you still play for them? <laughs> yeah, well, hey, when it mattered, he he buried us, so. But Brad Richardson, I fully, that was a good point. Um, the uh, I, the god death thing is definitely some that hurts. some hockey god bullshit right there. That's, yeah, that's what that is. You know what? All right, Ryan, we've had up. enough. We've 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 had enough of that. It's it's not like it hasn't happened before multiple times. So we get the odd one that goes our way. Um, I know he's young and he's just kind of getting his cup of coffee so far. Um, statistically, I mean, nothing to really show for it so far on the Vancouver Canucks. But um, I don't know. I think William Lockwood has been good. I don't think he has been great, and again, that's not that's not to say that it's all his fault. I mean, he's also been pushed into a position where he's been heavily relied upon. That being said, we've also seen a guy like Jack Rathbone come in, and he was heavily re- relied upon, and he definitely flourished a little bit more. Um, again, it's it's too bad that we have to uh, to. I I don't feel like ragging on these guys, but at the same time, for the sake of this for the sake of this position. Um, William Lockwood, I, I, he's, he's been okay. It's nothing to write home about, and I'm happy that he's getting his chance right now. But I don't know. I if they make the playoffs, I would definitely want to see uh, who else maybe could could bump into that spot. So that's my two cents. Say it, say it, Ted. You got something to say? He did, he did have. So I do notice him skating out there at the very least. I mean, he's in there. He's laying the bodies hard on the forecheck. I haven't seen much him with with the puck yet, but. Um, the one thing that I did see that I like from from Lockwood is when he had the puck and he went into the corner and he went. I can't remember what for, our defenseman went in to go lay a hit on him, and he he gave the old body back first, right? He yeah. popped him with the shoulder and that guy went down. I thought that was great. So it's good to see that a guy already with this little time in the league is starting to assert himself physically. So I can't wait to see what happens when he really gets going because I I agree. I don't think he's found his game fully yet. Yeah, he did learn as he did learn from getting popped himself a few games back. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you have to learn from that. You don't want to be taking those hits too many times. Also, learning by a uh, trial by fire, too. Mm-hmm. If you're thrown in yeah. the mix. Oh, yeah. What an opportunity. Things, but either you're going to learn it or you're not going to learn it. That's, yeah. There's too many things about it. Right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, no, you, it, you're, no you're banging on there. Um, Sean, hit us up with uh, your dude of the week, then. My dude of the week? Are we talking Canucks or are we talking? It's a Canucks podcast. Whatever, so yeah. you, whatever you like. But yeah, I mean, if we do Canucks. May, oh, maybe oh. you got your uh, ICBC check early and you want to give a shout really out to Morgan. Ah, yeah. You go ahead and take him. What, whatever this you got. Brought to you by ICBC. Yeah, whatever you got. Whatever you got. ICBC checks. Um, I would actually. My dude of the week's. And I'm. it's such a cliche, but it's got to be Demko. I mean, he didn't want to start last night. 
and he came in in the second period and rolled it when he didn't really want to. I'm sure he didn't. His body language said that he didn't. He needs a night off. We need to get a couple games in. And I know that was the easy answer. My second in defense probably would be Jack Eichel. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Glassy, glassy. Yes. Out of way. Well, uh, even I, I don't know. I just, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think Will Lockwood's there yet. I think he's in our year out, and I'm still thinking about that. I guess. And that's okay. Be. I mean, the yeah. fact that he's getting ice time already. I mean, that's a call up that how many guys a year ago probably didn't get realistically. I mean, there's... it is nice having the ship between Abbotsford and Vancouver right now because it's only now a 45 minute drive. You stop so on a dime nice. and make a call up. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I like the, uh, I like the Demco call out too. I mean, I think, you know, a couple of big games this past week. And and you're right. I mean, it's tough to, to yeah, you see the little ones square by that. <laughs> it's, He's uh, fine. It's tough, right? I mean, to, when you're not a scheduled start and you're rolling in there and you're coming off the bench and Halak's playing a good game right up until that point, right? So it's yeah. you're not even like, oh, my boy's getting shelled. I better start like mentally getting there. No, like it happens. You're in the game. You know, you don't go through all your regular game day rituals. Obviously, Demko's a pro, but like that's not an easy thing to do. Did you listen to Satay or Shaw last night on Sports Next? Oh, no. Oh, you're giving verbatim of what he said. Oh, well, I mean, that's it's all it's it's a regular yep. thing, right? But to, to have to deal with these under these circumstances, it's it's a it's a tough thing, right? I mean, I don't if if you're a starter, it's one thing because you prepare the same way every game, right? right? But if you're a backup, you you prepare to be a backup. You prepare to get starts, you know, every four or five games. You prepare to come off the bench. That's the kind of mentality you have to have. But it's not a regular thing for a starter to do that. So. No. Definitely a, a put in a tough spot. And I mean, he did what he could to keep us in the game. And that toe save that he made late in the game, yeah. bonkers, bonkers good. There's more post. The double, you know who I feel sorry for is uh, switching teams is Price and Montreal. Since he's come back, it's like, oh, man. Oh, poor guy. He's my figuring it out really, again, though. Like, my he's team been off. really sucks in front yeah. of me. Every fan's going to embrace the tank, but. Yeah. It's like, oh man, he got an all world goalie and like uh, Nah, he's he'll be okay. He's a big I boy. know he will be okay, but yeah, I like all the players, like they're happy to see him back. Like Ovi yeah. gave him the fist bump, right? He was Sitting just sort of happy to see him back out there, show some respect. So Mechanic, it's good to see yeah. him back. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Um Ted, Ted, who's your dude? Yeah. My That's dude, awesome. my dude for this week is is Brock Besser. I mean, I feel like he was the best player in both games, and he was yeah. the best player in last night's game. By a mile, I thought. Yep. Um, you know, he's he's what does he got? He's got five points now, five points now in his last two games. He gets to the twenty goal mark again for the fourth time in his career. Uh, I know, I know that he gets like unfairly shit on in this market from time to time. Oh, and, hugely, man. And Huge. but I mean, he really is. He's he's just so solid. And when it's 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 great to have guys like this on your roster where. If Horvat's not there, you have PD. If PD's not playing, Miller's there. If Miller's not yep, playing, Bo's there, team. right? So, right. So, his his game is just it's he's finding a shot again. I think he's skating really well. But he, I thought that he was like borderline dominant last night. But he was by far the best Canuck in my opinion. 
There, there was a tweet on, when was it? Monday night from JPAT after Besser scored. And this is like one of my now favorite tweets. Last time Pedersen hit Besser, he missed five games. Not this time. Like, That's right. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. That was like, like just absolute gold. You stole my, you stole my dude, and I'm mad. Oh, sorry. You I, guys got to get JPAT on here. He's, he's been on here. We chatted about vacuuming. Yeah, we chatted about vacuuming right at the beginning of the pandemic. It was awesome. He's a good guy. It was a weird conversation, and we all enjoyed it. it yeah, fun. I guess so. He likes, he likes to vacuum. Hey, man, who doesn't? He, Something oh, about uh, like just vacuum. knowing things are clean. Knowing <laughs> things are clean. So you got Brock Besser. Okay. Well, I guess, I mean, I I wanted to bring this up. So I guess it's only fair that I move back to the dude section. Um, I gave this guy a bump. Was it last week, I think? Connor Garland, I said he was my guy. I wanted to see actual statistics. He was doing a lot of the little things right. Well, he's still pirouetting like like an absolute gold medalist in the Olympics. He's still got that cut on a dime like a Quinn Hughes. And he's bearing. He's making plays. He's keeping plays alive. I mean, how many times have we seen them hold the zone on a, something in deep? And that, that line consistently keeps the puck going. We just lost Glassy. He'll come back. Um, and and Connor Garland, he's been, he was on a six-game point streak, just missed out on seven. But scoring goals, getting assists, like I said, being involved in the play. Looks, he looks dangerous again. He de- And confident. And I think that's the thing. Like, even guys, when you're not scoring, there's guys that look confident. But there is that spark. And you've seen it. I mean, even in normal work, you know, you know you're having a good week when, you know, maybe you're, you're pulling in new clients and you're like, just things are... Things are going, right? You know, maybe get that free coffee at Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. Great song, by the way, Saliva. Um, But, I mean, he's he's been nothing but spectacular in the last week and a half. And I call, I you know, he clearly listens to um, one of the most popular podcasts in the Canucks Nation. Definitely the number one Kelowna-based Canucks podcast. And I have to... I have to congratulate him because you stole Brock Besser, but I, I had my ace in the hole, and quite frankly, you know, he deserves it. So, Connor Garland, well done. I'm impressed with everything that you've brought to the table. Um, I don't want to see you leave, but at the same time, if you can bring uh, a nice little ransom for us to help us eventually win a Stanley Cup, uh, we appreciate all of your time here. Um, I don't know if we're going to get Glassy back here or not. Here's, a, here's an interesting question. Would you be okay with a Connor Garland moving mm-hmm. if it meant that we could exercise the ability to get rid of some bad salary. Okay. So can you give me, I, I mean, yes, is I, I don't think you even have to tell me players, but if you were coming up with something who would be, it's just all the usual suspects, right? Yeah. Like Raymond Ballard in a third <laughs> Raymond Ballard in a third. Second, I guess some people are asking for. <laughs> yeah, I, I think as we've said this so many times, if there's an opportunity to offload, in this case, you're saying Connor Garland, and after just signing that contract after the trade, he he has produced. He's had a, I wouldn't say a great season, but a pretty good season. And yeah, I think if you had an opportunity, you're op- on the mute, Glassy. He's. Sorry. That's okay. I went through a power outage here. It surged. That's why oh. you buy surge protectors for your computer <laughs> and all of your stereo equipment. Let that be a lesson. Brought to you by A and B Sound. 
100%. Or Long and McQuaid. Long and McQuaid, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I can speak to that for sure. Connor Connor Garland's a butt plug. (laughs) Those are useful, though, right? He gets stuff done when it needs to be done. He gets in there. He's not afraid to go into the corner. He's not afraid to reach around in front of... He's not, he's not afraid to do the things to get himself in front of He goes of to the dirty he, areas. That Yeah, he works in the dirty areas. He's, he gets his hands greasy. The guy's just a jewel, I tell you. Not afraid to go for the open areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, that's that's basically how I thought this was going to go, for sure. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Just, just in time. <laughs> Connor Garland... I didn't like it when he first came in. I love it when he where he is at now. I can't wait actually for next season. The season under Boudreaux from the start to beginning, from the beginning, I'm excited. Love it. No matter what happens, it's cool. If we're gonna drop down to 16th in the draft lottery, but ah, well, you know what? You know. we've done okay. With but with Garland, do you think trade Garland? Benning's still no, on no, the no, payroll. No, there's just been all there's Benning's still on the payroll. Like, there's all this talk about like who's the odd man out, right? And there's like. You know, Besser's name gets thrown around there. Garland's name gets thrown around. Like, is this the type of guy we want on our team long term? And I like Connor Garland's game, but he obviously has some value. So my thought process was, when are you okay with a Connor Garland movement? Obviously, if it's going to mean that you're going to get some nice players back and there's some good prospects coming in, maybe some picks. Mm -hmm. But the other caveat would be, like, would you be okay if a Connor Garland left, if it meant that we were able to, to get rid of some if he was included in a package that sent away some nasty salary. Would you give away a Connor Garland or would you give away an Ekman Larson in trade? No, well, you, that's what you I mean, don't, right? Yeah. Because you have to Ekman Larson is the nasty salary. Right? You almost so, have to do the trade again. You almost have to parlay that another way. You would have to absorb a lot coming back. Right. If, if the piece is like, because lots of people are like, oh no, if you're going to have us take that shit salary, you're going to owe us some picks or you're going to owe us a nice prospect. Right. Instead of, okay, we'll take that shit salary, but you also have to give a Connor Garland. Would you be okay with that, right? Yeah, but it depends on what you're giving away. I mean, that, we gave those two. What do we give what do we give away to dumb Louie Erickson and Beagle and what's his noodle that nobody really cares about anymore? Roussel. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Roussel. But look what they got. We, they they took a little bit a and they got a player. Stuff too. away to get them to take all those contracts on. That was two general managers that didn't know what they were doing. I know. <laughs> so we're on the new side. Thank you, Benning. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. That's what it is. It's all Actually, good. Thank you. It's all good. Glassy, we're rolling on the top of the hour here. Uh, we'll yep. give you a quick 30 seconds to promote uh, whatever you feel like. Uh, may- maybe you bought a great burger or something. I don't know. Uh, Tell us yeah. about you. Tell us about the pod. What do you guys got going, going on? on? It's, it's the shameless plug time. Oh, shameless plug time. Uh, go see my buddies, uh, Ryan and Teddy, on their PP1 podcast. Well, that's good. Number one on the Dean Blundell network ahead of even Steve and them on the Ballhawks. No, they're the great people, but it's, it works in football season. These guys are your number <laughs> ones to go to. You uh-huh. go see them. PP one. I'm glassy on tripping with Bonzi on the Dean Blundell network. We're all put a part of one big damn family here. Go see everybody. Go check everybody out. Cause everybody's got their own unique, but we do crossovers. We're uh, um, thankful and uh, lucky to be a part of everybody's show. And uh, while you're out there, go eat uh, White Spot Big O Burger. Wow. There you go. He's BC through and through. BC through and through. Love it. Well, thanks for coming by, man. Thanks for having me. Keep keep Uh, listening. We'll have both of you guys on Trippin' with Bonzi 
um, in the next week or two once we get closer to um, NHL playoff season. We'll figure out an airstream we can record from. I know that you guys would shit on Bonzi for his Maple Leafs any day of the week. <laughs> oh, <you can laughs> That's <laughs> what I love. You can I sign do. me up every day of the week for that. 100%. So. Beauty. Thanks, All boys. Right. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate yeah, thanks for having me. Good guy. Good guy. Well, I Lights through the power surge and everything. I, I've I've told that story about a power surge. When they won, when Vancouver won game seven against Chicago, I had my old plasma. And uh, we had that going, had the PVR, had a monster surge protector, and they scored the Burrow scores the goal. They hadn't quite hit what happened? They hadn't quite hit handshakes yet. So they were going through, I would say, maybe like two minutes after he scores the goal. Boom. Gone. Shot. Your TV's toast? TV, I thought for sure. I thought right I was... Right through the surge protector or what? Oh, yeah. So I went and I plugged oh, yeah. in everything individually. It took me like 10 minutes to figure this all out. TV worked. PlayStation worked. PVR worked. The surge protector itself took the, the load itself. Um, so I went to Best Buy the next day. It, <laughs> hey, and uh, got back in business. We were all the way to the Stanley Cup. So, could could that surge protector maybe have been a difference had had it lasted, and maybe that was a difference in winning the Stanley Cup? I don't know. We'll never know. It was a, it was an investment that paid off, though. It was. Oh my goodness, it was so worth it. Um, um, I know we're gonna jet here, but I do feel like we should at least hear your your McDonald's story okay. before we curb this thing. Absolutely, and that's all I wanted to get out and. Well, oh, it's three three in Vegas right now. We just got the update from Glassy. Oh, jeez, that's not good. And it's deep into the third. Okay, so I've had McDonald's a couple times uh, in the last month, and also it's... by a surge protector. Also, is that what it says? There you go. Thanks for having me. Perfect. Um, I, I have you been to McDonald's in the last two months for anything like coffee? Uh, yeah, I went and got a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so when when you get up to the screen right the lady you hear the um are you collecting points on the mcdonald's app today right do you get that little thing that comes up it's like a no, I oh really no N really are you sure yeah I'm, are you i mean going? i don't go there very often but i feel like i remember that okay so anyway um you should anyway this is what should happen so anyway um the one out here I'm I'm there the other day grabbing I think a breakfast meal or something. Hi there. Um, are you collecting points on the McDonald's app today? No, I'm not. Thank you. Hi, man. What do you want to? Or uh, hey, uh, what what can I order for? Is a dude. <laughs> like I thought it was an actual lady. It because it's usually been a lady that has answered after that it sounded like the same person. And out of nowhere, just freaked me right out. I'm like, did they oh. just switch mics or did they? No, it's it's like an automated thing. And if you say yes, then I guess something happens. But all of a sudden, it goes, hey, yeah, what can I get for you? It's like your guitar. You're not. A, you're not a lady play. anymore. <laughs> it's very weird. It's very very weird stuff. So um, yeah, it's so now I'm on guard. And then I went like a week later, and it was an actual person that went through the whole process. So I'm a little I'm a little sketched out on this right now. So McDonald's, uh, they got me thinking. They got me thinking. So I, I'm a little worried. Um, basically, listen to our show, PB One Podcast. Vote. Or at least nominate us, because we're almost at the voting round for Best of Kelowna. Even if you don't live in Kelowna, do us a solid. We would do it for you. Go and uh, nominate us, and then we'll obviously be um, fleecing you for your votes at some point. 
Uh, make sure, oh, listen to K96.3. Yeah, we've, uh, we've got some friends over there. I, I, I do a lot of podcasts, so I, not very much. Uh, make sure you check us out on Apple, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, obviously, we were Google Music. You can find us, I think even Amazon has a station now, but we're kind of a little, basically, if you can get a podcast somewhere, if you happen to not listen to the big three, then by all means, uh, we are likely on there. We're there. We're, we're there, so make sure you check us out. Uh, we're on the Dean Blundell Network. Ted, any final words for yourself? Uh, it's going to be a barn burner the next little bit here, so I'm really excited to see uh, where this goes and how this plays out, but there's definitely not going to be a shortage of topics to talk about over the next two weeks here. It's wild. We have, by the next time we meet, we are going to have one, two, three. Depends on what we do. They've got three games, possibly four, depending on how things shake out for the show. We could be looking at uh, a potential clinched. It could be. So on behalf of my good buddy, Ted, who's out on the west side, at home, I'm Ryan. This is the PP1 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and watching, if you happen to. Uh, Gary, we missed your question. Gary, we missed your question, but we'll make sure... Uh, maybe I'll do a quick Instagram live somewhere. Have a great one. Peace out. Hey guys, it's Dean Blundell here. Check out my show Monday through Friday at DeanBlundell.com. We stream live daily at 3 p.m. Eastern time on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I'm joined by Lachlan Cross and a collection of guests to discuss tough topics. Mainstream media doesn't want to touch. And if you can't join us live, just download the podcast on your time. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at DeanBlundell.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.